The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Live from the land of the ice and snow, it's Geek Show Podcast. <laughs> and now a message from Masameta, spokes Chagrian for Emperor Palpatine. Some of you may have noticed a post by His Majesty this morning on Sheev Social, quote, Watching Wicket and Chief Chirpa in Caravan of Courage and the Battle of Endor has made me like Ewoks again. <laughs> nope, no one should tank anger against one or two rebels and transfer that hatred toward millions of innocent Ewoks. Thank you, Chief Chirpa. I love you. The Emperor <laughs> hopes, that's the end of the statement, the Emperor hopes that you will believe his post, let him out of the galaxy's Sharhound house just in time for the release of his new album, The Life of Pop Lou, on Death Star Records, on this episode of Geek Show. Geek Show, Geek Show, Geek Show! showpodcast.com yeah, What go. a specific and topical intro. Yeah, well done. I've been known to be specific <laughs> and topical. You guys, if I, I if I ever get time travel powers, um I'm go I'm not killing Hitler. I'm taking a DVD copy of 21 Jump Street and making him watch that. Yeah, that fix everything. <laughs> Rebecca Frost is here everybody. Rebecca Frost. Hello. hello. Um Am I introing anything right now? I'm so sorry. I wasn't yes. paying attention. Your new, your new stuff. Uh, you can find my new YouTube channel, The Critics Darling, on YouTube and TikTok and Twitter. But just go to YouTube first. Thank you. The end. All right. Thank you very much. Does Lee that, George Cade is here. Yes. Hi. hi I, I don't have a new channel. I have the same channel. This channel, Geek Show Podcast. This one. Because, but we're doing some new content with Geek Show Tabletop. We found a new format. Uh, one-minute news segments. We're also going to do some live painting demos and some game demos and other stuff. But the one-minute format, the lesson learned from this week, the word Warhammer means lots of views. The word not <laughs> Warhammer means not so many views. Oh. <laughs> lesson uh, learned. Everything's Warhammer now. <laughs> Tony knows about Warhammer. Quad T, Too Tall Tony is here. I've heard of that. <laughs> Tony, can you give us a quick lecture about Warhammer? Well, it's the entomology is there's two words. War and hammer there you go that's all you need check me out on twitter at quad t tony <laughs> or on the gadget spot podcast i uh i i retweeted and i think everybody retweeted those uh, one minute uh, warhammer videos of lee and and also rebecca's stuff so yeah you can, if, if yep. you if you don't go direct go in a roundabout fashion to our studio. you'll find it i believe new catchphrase new catchphrase in the kate household they killed him so much we got that from they Chris killed Charlie. him so much <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, and don't forget see. about our host, Mr. Yes. Terry Jackson. Yeah, Monday through Friday. Your shorts. <laughs> my shorts. What I salute my shorts. <laughs> uh, Monday through Friday, x96.com uh, uh, in the mornings, uh, 6 to 10 a.m. All right. Uh, Jay will be joining us here eventually. He is on the road and, and kind of on assignment, but he'll be joining us. <laughs> um, now, I've got a lot of geek news that, well, it's, it's business news. And so we're going to save that. We're going to save that for later because some oh. of it is kind of depressing, honestly. Oh. Uh, but uh, we do, we'll start with the good news. We'll lead with this. 
Now, uh, me being a person of a certain age didn't think that this was such a big deal. But then I began to notice that other people of a certain age were very, very excited about this. What are these ages? People that well, were kids in the early 90s. Yes. Oh, old the and, af young. and after. Okay. And, and after. after. The original Power Rangers are reuniting. Yeah. With, See, uh, mm, mm, there, there's your demo that you're looking right for, there. Exactly right there. <laughs> uh, they are back in the newest trailer for Netflix's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Once and Always. And it does take place 30 years after the original show aired. Where is the yellow one? Well, well if you see, watch the trailer, if you watch it, the trailer, it looks you'll like know. she was killed somehow. Oh, no. Well, I, I the, don't know if the actress is still with us. The actress is not with us. Oh, uh, yeah. she okay. died in she died in two thousand one from a car accident. Oh, yeah, oh, heck. and, and, and the guy so playing the, Tommy is gone. Yeah, yeah, and so the creators yeah. chose to write in her Trini is her character. Um, Revealing that she died at the hands of the return of really the only Power Rangers villain that matters, Rita Repulsa. Rita hey, Rita. wait, no, hmm. yeah, hmm? You're, you're right. Rita Repulsa was amazing. Well, you <laughs> She's like the Ivan only Ooze? villain. You name like another, Ivan Ooze? name another Power yeah. Rangers villain. Okay. Fight, exactly. we have a week. It's time to take over the world. You got Ivan. You got well, Ivan Ooze. You got uh, uh... <laughs> Ivan Ooze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was the one in the first Power Rangers movie. And then yep. you got the guy that took over from Rita, who was her boss, who looked like he was no, had no skin, but had a metal like suit kind of thing on. Yeah, I forget his name. Interesting to think Rita Repulsa had a boss. Yeah, well, that was the big <laughs> reveal. It's like, wait a minute, boss. you're not the biggest big the bad. Boss. Behind every woman, there's another man in power. In uh, in the trailer, if you if you watch the trailer, the first thing that does happen, Lee, and you are absolutely correct, it was. Uh, Oh, now I've found a new body, and yep. I'm back. Yep. <laughs> After 10,000 yep. years, I'm free. After it's time to conquer yeah. Earth. <laughs> uh, the, the anniversary special features the return of the uh, earliest cast members, including uh, David Yost's Blue Ranger, Billy Cranston, Walter E. Jones' Black Ranger, Zach Taylor, Catherine Sutherland's Pink Ranger, Cat Hillard, Steve Cardenas's Red Ranger, Rocky DeSantos, Richard Stephen Horvitz' Alpha 5. Oh, the little robot. Yeah, yeah, and uh, obviously, Bar and Barbara Goodson's Rita Repulsa. What about she's Zordon? Uh, let's see, uh, Karam Ashley, second Yellow Ranger, Aisha Campbell, Johnny Young, Bosch's second Black Ranger, Adam Park also appear. Oh, they're gonna get a, no all, Amy Joe Johnson. I was gonna uh, say she's not. This lady's not the original Pink Ranger. I, I can no, tell you that no. by looking at the her. original was Amy Joe Johnson. Yeah, she was yeah. much shorter. She was yep. a very small little person. No. She was, I, she was in some, uh, is this gonna be? Is this gonna be like the Blues Clues verse movie where all the Blues <laughs> Clues guys get together in their movie and they go to New York on a big adventure? That I literally came probably. out last year. I know there's amazing. time travel. There's time travel involved, but uh, anyway, uh, it's on Netflix April nineteenth. So that Blues Clues movie, I you know, three tissues. I was I was bawling by the end. I need to. <laughs> it's literally on my watch list. How long is this Blue's Clues movie? Uh, well, you, long enough. Blue's Clues, you, <laughs> you can look it up too, Tony. Did you just let yeah. me Google that? He for just you? no. He just Blue's Clues you. Jeez. <laughs> uh, let's see. It. Another trailer we got this week. Uh, the final Renfield trailer. Uh oh. It, it's uh, doubling down on the Nick Cage. We get more of him in the trailer. We got a lot of gore and Radiohead. Uh, <laughs> they all go together. Two of three things that you love. 
Yes. Um, yeah. he is, oh, you don't he like is, Radiohead? He doesn't like Radiohead. I, oh, I no. I'm, I'm not, it's okay. He, he finds them overrated. I, I do. I'm sorry. I think I agree, <laughs> I think I agree with Carrie on this one. If you no, enjoy Radiohead, I like great. Radiohead. Yeah. I think Tom York is overrated. Oh, okay. I he, Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Nick Cage is uh, is the full cage, as he likes to put it in this trailer, being Dracula. And uh, of course, you got it's directed by Chris McKay, who knows his comedy. And uh, yeah, it's going to be April fourteenth is when you can see that. So you can go watch the trailer now and enjoy it. April fourteenth, we got Renfield, and April nineteenth, we got the Power Rangers. April is a month of movies, you guys. It's nice a thing about April. Power Rangers, you don't have to go anywhere. You just sure watch is your house. Sure is uh, a month. <laughs> also coming in April, uh, Sweet Tooth Season 2 on Netflix. I'm excited and, for this. And look, they have an elephant boy now. <laughs> oh, so cute. He never forgets. Probably uh, get tortured and mutilated. Oh, that's come on. No, that's no. the thing is this show is hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love it. It's based on a comic book by Jeff Lemire, and uh, Jeff loved that comic book. Um, yeah. And... It's just hard to watch because it's these kids, they're animal-human hybrids, and the people, the human people, think that they are the key to saving the planet um, from, you know, like an apocalypse kind of thing. And yeah. so they experiment on these kids, you know? Yeah. That sounds accurate, though, right? It's, it was, it's an apocalypse that wipes out things, and then these, these kinder start popping up yeah so, right. it's it's, it's yeah. called the great crumble is what they call it yeah uh, cookie <laughs> this this kid may be one of the best child actors alive though he like, really is, is and i and i know like robert downey jr and his wife are the executive producers and they looked and looked and looked and found these kids they're all yeah. amazing so uh, it says as a deadly new wave of the sick bears down gus who is the the deer antler kid and a band of fellow hybrids are held prisoner by general abbott and the last men and Abbott is using the children as fodder for experiments. Mm. Um, yep. And so they decide to uh, fight back in, in season two. Yeah, that part of the comics is just brutal. Really, yeah. really hard to get through. So Because these, these kids do get yeah bisected a lot so it's and it's a great show and it'll it'll, it'll <laughs> these kids I'm, getting bisected a lot it's a great it's a show great, it's show. a great show <laughs> it's, it'll just leave you in tears every time you know it's yeah. just uh, it's yeah. it's but it's, it's 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 a good watch but a hard watch at the same time uh april 27th for that's Sweet my birthday season two oh, never more, more april stuff it. jay's here <laughs> Oh, Jay showed up. After 10,000 years, I'm free. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Yes. Oh, it's Jay Whitaker. <laughs> What's up, guys? I was so hoping you'd appear hey. from the bottom of the frame. <laughs> Any, anybody, over, anybody over 50 right now is going, Carrie, that's obviously Witchy Poo. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same voice. It's the same voice. Sorry, guys. I, wrong cable. Uh, we're all good. No, it's all right. Good to see y'all. Good to see you. Uh, you. You're doing a show. Let's promote that. Real yeah. Quick. Hey. Um, so I'm on at the, tour. I I am currently in Houston, Texas. Shout out to H Town. They are showing me love. I have had so much brisket. I don't know, and uh, I'm not <gasps> used to this many trans fats, lard, and mm. and MSG. This and is salt. great. Yes. I, I. But I am here for the Riot Comedy Festival, having a great time. Um. And then I need everyone to go over to my YouTube channel right now at It's Jay Whitaker and subscribe immediately. April first, my my comedy special, independently produced, un unprecedented, will be coming out April 1st, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I need you to subscribe right now. So thank you. 
Is Are it, you sure doing it on April first is a good idea? Yeah, it's happening. It's this is this is <laughs> there's no yeah. other way. I picked a date okay. and this right. is the best I can do. It's happening for real. Uh, so, all you all fools, right. okay, do it. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Uh, more uh, in the good news department. Um, well, I guess this is good news. The Ghostbusters sequel uh, is happening. The sequel to Afterlife, I should say. And it's being called Firehouse right now. That's probably a working title. But they have added a couple more people to the movie. And uh, my interest has peaked. Kumail Nanjiani and ah. Patton Oswalt. I'm in. That's nice. all you got to say. We'll be joining yeah, the cast. They're, yep. they're great. Um, I felt like Afterlife wrapped up everything real nice. Well, no, there were other things from the first two movies that they never showed, like the firehouse. Well, they got to, they got to the firehouse at the end of, of yeah. Of they the got Afterlife. to the firehouse at the end. And well, they it's called Janine, it is, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because then Ernie Hudson's there, right? Because yeah. he's suddenly wealthy. He's he's a millionaire, and he's 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 going to pay for everything now. He's the guy who's who's got oh. the money to pay for everything now. And Annie Annie Potts was there, and uh, they they went to the firehouse at the very end. So uh, I, that tells me that the firehouse needed its own movie. <laughs> Count me in. Uh, it was uh, directed. The uh, afterlife was directed by Jason Reitman. He's not going to direct it this time. Gil Keenan is going to do it. He uh, is his right, Ivan's writing partner, and he, he directed Monster House and uh, the Poltergeist oh. remake. And Monster House was good. Yeah, a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's what we got. I'm looking forward to this. We'll see. We'll see. Still It'll happen. You think Pat Oswalt's going to be a firefighter? Yeah, he's going to be a hot firefighter. I mean, he's got the build for it. Well, Patton? Yeah. 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 yeah, he's the guy you want to carry you out of a burning fire. <laughs> that that is the firefighter calendar I want to see. That's right. So bad. Hey, now Kumal Kumal on Johnny. Now that guy oh, can carry could, yeah. someone out of a fire. Uh, a fire I've sure. got my Ghostbusters 2017 goggles ready. Oh, I like those. I like Underrated it. movie. Uh, let's see. I liked the 2017 one. Here we go. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Tony, Gears of War. Okay. Uh, a movie. Yeah, they've been they've been kicking around this idea for quite a while. It's got a writer now. Okay. Oh, yeah, you need those. You need one of those. <laughs> they are important. Or you can let the AI, AI do it for you. Uh, <laughs> oh. John Spates <laughs> is uh, going to write it. Uh, he is uh, co- he co-wrote the screenplay for Dune along t- alongside uh, Dennis Villeneuve. Okay, and uh, also Doctor uh, Strange. He was a writer on. Uh, so uh, yeah, Dune, but makes it make it Gears of War. <laughs> Gears of Dune. I'm in. Gears of Dune. Dunes of War. Dunes what of kind war. of what kind of utilizing are they going to have in that? No idea. I I always yeah Jay? I like Gears of War but I just never I felt like I couldn't get into it because I was like in this post apocalyptic world how do these guys stay so jacked like how uh, so they I still always have workouts just, in the in in the post apocalypse well yeah but I always just chalked it up to they're they're actually not on Earth they're a different species that just looks like humans and I think everyone's uh, just kind of built that way okay oh that's I, I thought they were going to Cable's gym because you know Cable, he's from a post-apocalyptic future, and he came back jacked, right? <laughs> That's true. So, push-ups right. are still a thing. Like people can still do push-ups. Yeah, you right. know, I, I watched DMX's Rough Riders music video that they were working out in the street and doing pull-ups in Brooklyn. Right. R R R. When Rom is still in his little confinement cell, he's still he's grabbing the bars up top and he's doing little pull-ups. Yep. Like 
You can do a workout anywhere. There's no excuse. That's Please what, buy my supplements with this code. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I've been doing in here in this in my studio. I, I, well, I don't do anything. <laughs> I love it. I'm doing nothing. I'm doing a push up right now in my Whoa. head. There I'm exercising right it. now. I was gonna make a Kegel joke, but I'm I was not too. gonna. That's what Me I was doing. Either. <laughs> We're all just Carrie doing Kegels. Doing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do those right. butt giggles. Uh Let's see. Now, the, now this this is interesting. Uh, there's a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game that's being prepared right now. It'll be out uh, in a few years, it says. But it is uh, it's it's inspired by God of War. The hey. people who are making it say. If you're going to be inspired war, by or copy war. something, inspire or copy the best. And Ninja Turtles of War. Supposedly adapting The Last Ronin, which is a fantastic exactly. storyline from TMNT. Have you guys seen the trailer for the new animated movie? Yes, uh, and yes. I've never before been interested in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles until now. Wait, wait really? Mm-hmm. It took you that long? Yeah, I've never cared. I'll say this. They better explain Michelangelo's braces in that movie, because what orthodontist is going to work on a mutant turtle like that well, without telling everyone? Well, okay, if you've got Nick, questions about the chiefs, Dr. I've Nick got Nick. a lot of questions about literally anything else. <laughs> Hi, everybody. You need the braces? <laughs> But isn't isn't Baxter Baxter Stockman a doctor? Yeah, Baxter. Yeah, but he's also a bad guy. Yeah, he's not going to do their, He's not going to do their orthodontist doctor. Though. Splinter's yeah. got yeah. an orthodontist, right? I can see. I can see. <laughs> you know, Splinter. You know, it all goes back to Daredevil. It's true. Yeah, but, but yeah. Uh, Donatello could put make braces, right? He's got gla- he's got glasses in this. So who gave Donatello his glasses? Uh, glasses are a lot easier. Okay, oh, Splinter it. taught the Splinter taught them to be ninjas because he's mm-hmm. watching Bruce Lee movies before he got changed into a smart rat. And Who? Splinter in this yeah. movie is Jackie Chan. Yes, awesome. Perfect. Who Say is selling the turtles' pizza? The um, they steal it. No, or they so don't. No, they, they order it. They order it, and they show up wearing their Ben Grimm disguise kit. Exactly yeah. that, yeah. or they tell the guy to stand on the grate. And then they slip the money up yep. through the grate, and the guy slips the pizza down through yeah. the grate. New also, York, baby. Anything's also, possible in exactly, New York. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, I saw, a video, I saw a video of a guy delivering uh, delivering an Amazon package to a house I while the police too. were there. And, like, the police were <laughs> at that. So when you say nobody wants to work... T- my favorite New York story that I like to tell is about how I was going to a rehearsal, and... On my way, I had just watched the immediate aftermath of a guy who got stabbed, and he was just standing there, his shirt bleeding and tattered, standing in a pool of his own blood, smoking a cigarette and on the phone. And (laughs) just like, yeah, man, I got stabbed. Like, I don't, yeah, just waiting for the police. (laughs) And then a cop car drove by, but could do nothing about it because they were only for track uh, parking enforcement. (laughs) And so we just watched this police car drive by. You know, division of labor service. Yeah, you got to keep them separated. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Anyway, that game is going to be a dark Ninja Turtles game, and it'll be out in years. All right. Do we have? Uh, Do we have? uh, Who's making it? Do we have a developer name? Let me let me see. Curious Uh, about that. Scuttle Scuttlefish Interactive. Is it Splinter Splinter Productions? Yeah. You know my 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 news source does not have that. Oh okay. Oh, Oh, let's see. Doug Rosen, Vice President at Paramount Global. So they'd be the they'd be the uh, publisher. That's the publisher of the comic book. Okay, it doesn't say who's developing the game. We'll right. learn in time. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay. Now to the business of show. Uh, 
Everybody lost their minds this week, uh, uh, starting with uh, Zachary Levi losing oh, his oh. mind completely. Oh, the most this. unemployed actor in America. Boy, I'll say um, he <laughs> he was uh, telling folks that uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, kind of <laughs> torpedoed any and all cameos uh, in Shazam Two. Interesting. Uh, specifically from the Justice Society. The idea was is at the end of the movie, uh, Hawkman and um, uh, one of the other heroes, Cyclone, thank you, uh, okay. would show up and say, hey, Shazam, why don't you join our team? And apparently, according to Zachary Levi, he said, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he, he, he commented okay. on that. So it was just a little post that he uh, he he tagged a post with someone putting the story out and it said the truth shall set you free is what Zachary Levi put. Lord Almighty! Well, you he started getting phone calls. Much? Uh. <laughs> he started getting phone calls. He panicked, and he did an Instagram video. Oh now, no! Don't do that! Don't no. do that! No. Never, never no. do that! No. no! Come on! Never do that! Don't don't react with emotion, kid. Well, I mean, just don't react. Yeah. You know, he shouldn't have tagged that story with Do the, the truth shall set you Pugh. free. Florence no. but Pugh, you got to learn to be quiet and let the things just yeah. show themselves. Well, it's just everyone is blaming each other for the failure of this movie, apparently. But anyway, he went on and, and losing his mind on this video. I may or may not have, you know, reposted something in my stories. You did. Yeah, may or may not have. You can don't, easily see those. Don't see it online. Yeah, it's there. Don't do the may or may not have. All right, you're already. You've lost us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, do you think his publicist but, is like Zach? Hi, hi. Okay, I heard about your video. <laughs> Big <laughs> the, choice. Big the choice. Stakes, <laughs> the stakes are high, and we know from beforehand that there was talk of potentially Shazam rolling over into the new wave yeah. of movies and i'm sure the the anxiety was super high from the performance not happening with this movie but yeah. at the same time yeah he don't says react. uh uh then i got flack about it because people were saying oh what are you doing you're trying to blame this guy because your movie's not doing well like you're trying to blame us he said yeah uh listen i haven't blamed anybody that's that's not one single person that i have blamed for anything about the way that our movie has performed or not performed uh, the reason I decided to share that was not because I want to blame anybody for anything. It's because I do not want to be blamed for things that are not on me. <laughs> and, and, as a, and as a leader, and I believe the protector of my family, my Shazamly, and everyone who works so hard on these movies, we have been doing everything we can to fight for you fans. Um, and then he goes on to say he's, you know, he's a comic book nerd. He grew up reading them you know blah 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 and then he said people are slagging on james gunn because jennifer holland his wife who is an actress who's on peacemaker and was in suicide squad yes but is connected to the justice society we used jennifer and steve in that scene in the mid-credit scene in shazam but that was not the original intent the original intent was to have hawkman and cyclone there to invite me so our intent our desire walter hamada peter saffron david sandberg myself everybody we had an awesome scene that would have tied me into the jsa with hawkman and cyclone and we were thwarted thwarted okay. is such a word choice yes okay. i i like that i, like I have, it. I have things as... to say about this but I'll, I'll wait till you're done all right 
Uh, I'm coming to the defense of the truth because the truth is good. We should all live in it, guys, <laughs> even when it's hard, even yeah. when it's something that might fly in the face of something that we already might have believed before that now challenges whatever our idea or our opinion is. Mm. We need to live in the truth, is what he said. Okay. First things first. Yes. Uh, not very many people saw Black Adam and liked yeah. it. Yeah, it's true. So as cool as those characters are, you're going to get more recognition having characters from a highly successful HBO show Wonder come Woman. over and pull you into the next wave yes. of, of uh, DC movies versus characters which are cool and played by awesome people, but nobody cared about that movie after after the no. first couple weeks. So... They made the right choice, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, spoiler, it's Wonder Woman that shows up at the well, end. Well, yeah, that's well, that, that, yeah, that's a different thing. <laughs> Which is but, confusing. Uh, Carrie doesn't uh, care at all about spoilers. Nah. I don't <laughs> care. It's been out, not about it's been this. Out for, it's been out for a couple weeks, right? Yeah, no, not about this. Um, I, and, hey, uh, I then, care about spoilers of things you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, director said he's a little surprised with the film's criticism. He says, uh, I wasn't expecting a repeat of the first movie critically, but I was still a little surprised because I think it's a good film. Uh, after six years of Shazam, I'm definitely done with superheroes for now. Aww. Um, I don't blame him. It's okay. Uh, he says, uh, sad, but, uh, sad but true. But then uh, Rachel Ziegler, who is in the, in the movie, said, some people are out there just being senselessly mean and it's unnecessary. And I know, I know if you can't handle the heat and all that nonsense, you're right, but our film is actually very good. It's just cool to hate on fun nowadays. Mm, uh, that's okay, I, we're good, he says. I think there's some truth to that. Yeah, there, um, it is, yeah. You know, because I saw it opening weekend. I, I quite enjoyed it. I think I said it was like a four out of five mm -hmm. yeah. in, my, in my book. I mean, I'm, you know, historically easy on movies except for Tenet. Um, but uh, <laughs> didn't the first one come out during COVID? Uh, the first one? Yeah, no, it came out no, right before. It was before. Yeah, because yeah, I I watched it during COVID, like when it hit HBO, and I I loved it so much because everything was a bummer, and I needed that optimism and that upbeat, mm -hmm. you know, that upbeat G Wow superhero thing really yeah. resonated with me. So, I yeah I, I I don't know. It's hard when things fail that you put all your heart and soul into. I get yeah, that. I, I mean, get it. Yeah. Um, also, the uh, the Wonder Woman thing—it's in the commercials, Tony. It's oh, that's right. I stopped everywhere. watching the trailers and the commercials after the first two trailers. So, oh, I, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, then uh, more disturbing business of show news. Oh no! Uh, uh, one of Marvel Studios' most important executives is gone. This is nuts. This is was a weird one. She, is she, I read about this like, too. What's the deal with? Uh, is she no longer employed, or was she disappeared? Ooh. Well, that's that's She's what we don't know. No was she longer retconned? employed. Was like she, they gotcha. fired she her. Mm. They uh, Victoria, she was a but like they like apparently she was blindsided by this news too. Oh dang! Uh, Victoria Alonso, uh, who has uh, been with Marvel Studios since it was uh, in an office upstairs from a BMW dealership. Oh no, in kidding! Hollywood. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, She's, she's OG. Been there. She's been there since the beginning. Um, she it was just announced that she was no longer with the company. Hmm. Now, she's got a memoir coming out in the next few weeks, and I'm sure that, you know, we'll, we'll get the answer. But Disney is saying that she violated her contract by working on this, uh, this movie 
Argentina 1985, I want to say it's called. She's a producer on it, which and it was yeah. a very good movie. It was nominated for Best International Feature. Yeah. And wow. uh, so they say that uh, in her contract it says, you, thou shalt not uh, work with another company. She, well, her people, she's not said anything. Her people said that Disney was aware of it and was cool with it. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what happened exactly yet. Mm. That's so. also, that's... That's nuts. It is this, nuts. This is a nuts thing to be fired over. Yeah. It, it yeah. seems to me like they could have worked something out. Some, some, Something must have, I mean, there must have been name calling or something that happened. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so there's that. Then, of course, the Star Wars universe has its own set of problems. So many problems. <laughs> they just to need to, like, stop announcing stuff, you know? I know, right? Where's the news here? <laughs> Star Wars universe problems? Now, now we've got that's like uh, saying yeah, DC's struggling. Oh, okay. <laughs> we know that. Star Wars celebration is coming uh here in a week or so, and we'll probably get it all explained then. But here I loved this little bit because I was excited that Damon Lindelof was writing a Star Wars script, right? Right. That was gonna be fun. It was gonna be great. Well what he did was is he wrote it, handed it in, and ran. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, don't throw. Is he afraid I'm of hiding, it? I'm hiding so I can't be hit by the things you're going to throw at me. Exactly. Yeah. Well, here's what he said. Here's what he said. I love this this quote. He said that the degree of difficulty is extremely, extremely, extremely high when it comes to creating a film for Star Wars. It really if, is. If it can't be great, <laughs> it, listen to this. If it can't be great, it shouldn't exist. I think it's possible that sometimes when you hold something, get this, when you hold something in such high reverence and esteem, you start to get in the kitchen and you just go, maybe I shouldn't be cooking. Maybe I should just be eating. And I'll just leave it at that. I know that feel. (laughs) I I feel that a lot. Darth Darth Binks movie. You know, it's, it's been great. weird though. When I turned in my Star Wars script and ran, no one reported it at all. <laughs> well, uh, Stephen Knight saw Damon Lindelof's script lying on the floor at Lucasfilm and oh, uh, picked no. it up. So he's he's in charge of it now. Uh, Knight uh, will work on this. Works? I hey, found this script. Can this I have now. Hey, can I have this? Anyone? Can, I, can <laughs> I have this? I'm going to yeah. hold up my Star Wars script into little paper airplanes and just start like throwing them in the yeah. office. So so Stephen so Stephen Knight is going to work on the script. Uh, he's going to be working with uh, Charmaine Obed Shinoy, who also uh, helmed episodes of Ms. Marvel. And uh, yeah. Uh, so He's the guy who created Peaky Blinders, and uh, nice. He's done a lot Could, of stuff. I so. wonder if it was Peaky Blinders in space. Mm. <laughs> oh, Lind- Lindelof was—he did the Lost, co-created Lost, and he did uh, the Watchmen w- series on HBO, I, which was. Fantastic. I wonder if I wonder if it's Lost in space. Come on, Tony. Oh wait, I got that. Don't worry. Thing is, there it is. If, <laughs> if he was, if he was, I mean, if he could pull off Watchmen like he did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wonder is I wonder what scared him away from following you know through. He and it, um Dr. Manhattan showed up in Star Wars. <laughs> in Star Wars. <laughs> I grow I grow tired of these rebels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the, the the opening crawl is somehow Panda Baba lived and then it's just like <laughs> the dance number and the whole 
they actually go back to that robot chicken episode, and it turns out Ponda Baba really was an architect, and Obi Wan Kenobi really did ruin his career by cutting his arm off. Ain't no. nobody messed with the five oh first, huh? <laughs> I like that. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You got clone troopers running ponies. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's intense stuff. It's gonna be awesome. Brav. Brav. I, you know, honestly, I think I think that Damon Lindelof knows what Star Wars fans are. I do. <laughs> I wonder if he That's wrote like he a ran. Ryan Johnson type yep. script and was like, oh, I, I know what happened to him. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he like, probably oh. talked with Ryan and went, are you crazy? What are you doing? <laughs> so I was like, script. don't do I'm, it. I made some bold new decisions. Stop. Stop. <laughs> we only don't, want retreads here. Don't do it. <laughs> then in other news, um, Justin Roiland. This uh, guy. This guy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, looks like a stand-up guy. Uh, violence charges dismissed. Domestic violence charges dismissed by Orange County DA. That means nothing happened, right? No, it just no. says the case. What it says was, yeah. is the case was dismissed as a result of insufficient evidence to prove the case beyond a reasonable doubt. That's um, what the DA said. So it sounds uh, like Paramount made a donation to the policeman's ball. <laughs> and it would have been... screenshots, though. This... This w- yeah. I would have yeah, exactly. just happily moved on from this story, but then Justin Roiland decided to make a post titled "Justice." Uh, yeah, yeah. This, all yeah. about how he's the he's right and everyone else is wrong. And here's here's the pro- here, here's the thing coming from me, who is a huge Rick and Morty fan, Solar yes. Opposites. I really enjoy those shows. Yeah. Uh, just because there was not enough evidence for this case to go forward does not invalidate all of the other people that came forward with screenshots of DMs and personal testimony about yeah. how much of a doucher this guy is. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, OJ was found not guilty. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm just like, and, and Rebecca, you're 100% right. What he should have just done is nothing. Yeah. Don't say anything. Just, all these yep. rich people, J.K. Rowling, Justin Rowling, yeah. Zachary Levi, all these people need to do Mel is Gibson. just... Yep. Mel Gibson, just, just be quiet. Just be just quiet. Just be quiet. Just be oh, quiet yeah. and sit count on your, your throne of millions count, and millions of dollars. Yes. I was going to say, yep. count your money in silence and wait for people to forget about the, the bad things you did so you can make some more projects. That's what I do and look at my life. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I just... Look at Hugo Boss. I've got... Yeah. A good example. Volkswagen. Fanta. Mr. Boss, can we look at your portfolio? Ooh, this is kind of problematic. Yeah, but it's fancy. Wonderful. Maybe maybe right. we need to show J.K. Rowling and Justin Roiland 21 Jump Street. <laughs> That's what they need. That's, That's what, what they need. need. But you guys are right. Like every day I sit down and I count my $48.27 and I am absolutely quiet about everything that I've done wrong. All well, exactly. When, when Disney's up, you have $48.73. True. My Disney <laughs> stock has not been doing right. well lately. <laughs> Yo, and I'm telling you, I actually sat through the investors meeting last month, and it was a beating. Oh, you're gonna have a great Q4, though. I believe it. Um, yeah, no, did you see that in, in that same in that same tweet? Uh, people dragged him in the comments, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. the best part was somebody said uh, Justin Roiland right now, and they showed uh, the Jelly Bean King. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yep. Oh my God. Uh, that's him. <laughs> Carl, Carl in the chat room. 
Carl in the chat room hits it right on the head. His DVD commentary should have been used as evidence against yep. him. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. and, and there was a. Oh, there was so a, now least... y'all are against free speech. Uh huh. There was at least one episode of a podcast that we saw he was on where he said some highly questionable things about his taste in girls, women. Yep. What is Someone it illegal to, to be a misogynist? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be in the same boat that John Chris Felusi found himself in, where. Yeah. Chris Felusi gave himself enough rope, and people were just like, oh, yeah, damn straight he's a groomer. Anybody who's been to yeah. a convention with this dude knows what he is. And, yeah, yeah he's not finding yeah. work right now. Uh, no, not for a long time. Also, and this is this is really uh, unfortunate, uh, Funko has laid off all the original Mondo employees. Come. This oh. is an actual crime. Yeah. This is crime, a crime. Crime, crime, crime. Uh, as we've reported on this show earlier, uh, Funko having some problems with uh, their toy department. So what do you do? You take it out on another department. That's right. Mm -hmm. And take all your extra inventory <laughs> to the pit. Exactly. And then, you, and then you cancel their movie right before it got released. You know what this? You know what <laughs> oh, this means though? Mondo posters, like like secondhand Mondo posters, are about to get real expensive. Got about to them. get real expensive. They're about to get even more expensive. I have, I have a I have a Mondo poster from Highlander, and I have one for the the third of the new Star Trek movies. And I've got like one, they're they're two, worth hundreds. I've got really a few yeah. more. I've got one that Jimmy Jimmy was a huge fan of the Mondo stuff. Yep. He yeah. gave me yeah, one of of the first Avengers movie. Oh, it's and probably worth bank. I haven't. I haven't. I, Jimmy I've used been... to have that Winter Soldier one that yes, I coveted. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I coveted so much. Yeah, I need to I'm... take. I need to take that to a frame shop and get it framed. I Do you I'm have gonna, it? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna commit oh. a crime. I'm gonna commit a crime <laughs> against the covenants of Mike, and I'm gonna look something up on the internet real quick. But uh oh. <laughs> uh, it's, well, here's, Harry, here's let me know when you get that framed. I'll break into your house and I'll take it. Oh, no, I don't have the Winter Soldier one. I have the Avengers oh. one that he gave me. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm on the hunt yeah. for the Winter Soldier I tell one. you misunderstood me. Um, yeah. uh, let's see. So it's unclear what the goal is now. The people who've been let go are the co-founders, Mitch Putnam, Rob Jones. Oh, man. Insane. Uh, senior creative director, Eric Garza. Uh, they were responsible for the company's poster output. Mm. Now, it says here that the poster output is expected to continue just with different people, according to uh, uh, Mondo's Toy and Records Division, remains intact. Uh, let me tell you who those different people are that will be making the posters. It's called Mid Journey Version 5. It's an AI uh, art generator. Yep. No. I, you know, that. I think you're absolutely spot on. Yep. Uh, yep. yep. I hate uh, it. I hate it. Yeah, so I just, I just looked yeah. real quick. My Highlander poster, low side 250. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'll look right. up what my po I'll do it later. Uh, yeah. Over the years, the company's cash grew ex exponentially, highlighting uh, by its infamously quick poster sellouts. You remember, I could, I could never get them. Was why I got turned off because they no. sold out so quickly. The only reason why Jimmy got them is because I, and I'm not kidding. Jimmy would get them because he would call Mondo's publicity rep and sweet talk her for an hour, and then she'd send him five posters. And he yeah, did this contacts. every time there was a poster he wanted. Yep. Slippin' Jimmy. He was always the best Slippin' Jimmy. Slippin' Jimmy. Yep. Yep. Uh, Jimmy artist Junkins. Daniel Danger says, uh, they do not understand they lost their entire artist base. Uh, he says, I, I, I want to work with Rob, Mitch, and Eric. They're Mondo. They're not, if they're not there, right. it's just fun code. Right. Uh, according to several sources, since the purchase, Mondo's employees were conducting business as usual, planning projects for the future, but then Funko's losses that we talked about. 
10% of the company was let go, some of which was from Mondo. Wow. The, com- the company's successful toy and record lines continue for now. Uh, for fans, Are the records of- really that more successful than the posters? No idea. They're charging yeah. 50 bucks for those things. Uh, but they yeah. say that the poster division will continue, but... Uh, again, I I don't think you're wrong, no, Tony. We I noticed, think it's an AI. Yeah. yeah. Rebecca noticed something when the um, Into the Spider Verse posters went up last month, and we, she she got in on one. And I was looking at it because like two hours later, I was able to get one. I was like, wait a second, what's going on? And we started looking into it, and they had changed the formula where there were two variants of the poster that were on sale with a limited number, and then the main poster was a limited time, like two weeks. So, but people who've been for the last five or six years living on this scarcity model of Mondo posters were still buying up that poster because it's like, oh, I got it. I got the poster. That's, and the- that's personally why I am a sucker for Mondo because mm-hmm. I I get sucked into the, oh my God, I got to get it now before yeah, they run out. Same right, thing with Super Yaki. Right. Like, I only got to get it right now before they run out of it. And that's like the only reason I got that Spider-Verse poster. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's a good looking poster. So... I'm and excited. Did you mention how long ago Mondo was purchased by Funko? Uh, it was just a while ago, wasn't it? Less no, you... than a year. Less than wow. a year. They had Mondo Wowzers. for less than a year before they wow. jettisoned. Wow, that's too bad. That is. Well, covet your Mondo posters if you have them. I love and protect co- them. I love them very much. Mm-hmm. No, they're good stuff. I, right. I wish if I had managed to get a hold of that Lord of the Rings, the Return of the King poster, it's like. I, I see it, and I would just weep inwardly. That, that was a good. That was a good looking one. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move on. What did y'all consume this week? Who wants to go? I know that Rebecca saw John Wick. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Go ahead. Oh well, let me. Okay, let me pull out my list really quick. I watched a couple of stuff um, on Hulu: History of the World Part Two. Uh, I've never seen <laughs> History of the World Part One, so I'm not not a Mel Brooks fan. Uh, I just have never seen it. Um, but History of the World Part Two is exactly my jam. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. It's all it's all comedians that I like. Every time a new comedian showed up, I was like Leonardo DiCaprio and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was like, I know that one. <laughs> um, thought it was very funny. Uh, let's see. I also watched the Miley Cyrus Endless Summer thing on Disney Plus. If you like Miley Cyrus, that was mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, RoboCop. I watched RoboCop for the first time. The and original. Yes. The original RoboCop from 1987. 80, 87, yep. And if you go to my new YouTube channel, The Critics Darling, uh, you can watch my full reaction to, it's 10 minutes long, uh, so you don't have to watch the whole movie, although you probably should. Um, I give RoboCop two and a half out of five, but I had a blast. Yeah, I, I love that clip. You, that was a great clip. Oh, you did you did wonderful with that, Rebecca. Thank you, thank you. And then I also you can see my review also on the Critics Darling um, for John Wick Chapter Four, which is out this weekend. John Wick is back again, and he again fighting for his freedom. Got to finally defeat the high table. He's go. He's a jet setting. I want to know how many Delta miles he has because <laughs> <laughs> he's just jet set and he's he goes to he goes from New York to Osaka, back to New York, then to Berlin, then to Paris. Like he's I want I, all in the same suit. I also need to know what the timeline of these movies is because I rewatched John Wick chapter three and the the adjudicator is like, yeah, he started this last week. Oh. So I don't know. Sleep? Um John Wick 4 compared to the previous installments feels really toned down, 
but the quality of the movie is still really good. Like the story part of the of the movie is still pretty good. Um, Bill Skarsgård is the bad guy of this one, um, and he wears a lot of shiny suits. There's a lot of shiny suits in this one. Um, I like a shiny suit. Lots of shit. The real standout of this movie is the cinematography. It has no business looking as good as it did. I audibly moaned in the theater at one of the <laughs> shots because <laughs> it was just so good. Um, I'll yeah, watch what I, she's watching. <laughs> I'll watch what she's watching. Um, yeah, I gave it uh, four out of five. Four out of five stairs. Wow. Four out of five because stairs. John, John Wick versus 5,000 stairs in this one. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Who's next? Uh, I'll go. All right, Jay. Uh, hey, what's up? Um, so Hi. I just really just been getting in back into stand up, watching a lot of comedians. Uh, Ian Laura on HBO Max, a romantic comedy. Check that one out. And then uh, Jenny, uh, Gen Z, uh, Jenny Zangrino. She just dropped a new special, great comic on Comedy Central. So make sure you go peep that. And then because I'm in H Town, Houston, they got comic book stores literally on every block. So hold really? on, yeah, just grab. Uh, I, stop. I didn't know there was a lot of comic book I stores in Houston. Over at Bedrock City. Okay. Shout out to them. They were really nice to me when I walked in the door. And I copped some some uh, ch- some chew by John Layman. Oh, you know, I never that's good. Nice. Yeah, I never nice. I never read it. Um, I started You're East in. to West because I love John Hickman. You know, I got oh, also yeah, baby. good. Yep. Yeah, that, that is fantastic. Yeah, yep. you are in for a treat. And then I got bitter root. One? Bitter root. Um, oh, okay. It's like steam. It's like black steampunk X Men. So, oh, um, cool. Sign me up. <laughs> sign me up. So. Um, so that is those are my recommends, and I'm, that's really about it, man. I just our our friend Egg Fu is familiar with Bedrock City. Yeah, it, it was it was a good time. I went to I went to host of yoga after I had a brisket a scramble. It was terrible, um, but it was a good time. <laughs> but it's brisket. How can it be terrible? Jay's living his best life. <laughs> Sounds Not like really. it. Uh... <laughs> Not really. Lee, you want to go next? Yeah, so um, I, I only caught a couple of the things. I, I'm behind on Picard, Carrie. I'm really sorry. I know you you literally exploded. you got to watch this right now. There are and, things. Uh, I, was, I know. I'm, I'm watching it today, but oh my gosh, I already know Star Trek's just been amazing this season. Uh, oh. man, the, the newest episode of The Mandalorian, uh, really, really loved seeing Ahmed Best on this as, as a Jedi. Say something fantastic. effing nice about Jar Jar Binks. No, I just, I, I, Ahmed Best, Ahmed Best kind of, he got screwed by a lot of people. So yeah. seeing him being able to play a Jedi and, and do cool things was really neat. But um, I did not, I did not know this about that character that he plays though. That's the same character that he played on that, on that game show, the kid on game On that Jedi show. Temple game. Nice. Jedi Temple game nice. show. Oh. It's the same character. So, so that now, means that game is canon. That, yep. so now, you know what, now you know what happened to Keller and Beck. So uh, just yeah. a great episode. Uh, also watched um, the the end of Shrinking, which I, or I think it was the season finale of Shrinking, which was Oh, a lot was of it fun. the finale? I think it was. It felt like a finale. And then uh, what did we catch on? When's, I forget what the other show is. I've uh, been trying to read my old 80s X-Men comics, and I've come to one horrifying conclusion which is that they are written from a different era. And I realize it's almost half a century ago, but um, Chris Claremont, who was my favorite writer in the 80s and 90s, uh, reading back on it now, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is like reading uh, instructions on how to date 
from the 1920s, right? Like they always had those style guides and those etiquette primers. And that's basically what you're reading here. And also recognizing that Kitty Pride was like 13 years old and obviously being fetishized on. So, uh, so it, it's, like reading, it's like reading yeah. Dune. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, because in Dune, everybody's like, everybody's like 15 or 16, and Baron Harkonnen's like, I'll have a lookalike of that one delivered to my room. Uh, but <laughs> then uh, the other thing is with the new Geek Show Tabletop Project, um, I ended up watching the live stream of Games Workshop revealing their upcoming 10th edition of Warhammer 40K. Uh, this was two and a half hours of me moaning audibly, kind of like Rebecca during John Wick, because <laughs> they're like, oh, here's the new Lionel Johnson, and I'm all like, uh, here's some new Beastmen. Uh. So anyway, that's, I, yeah, games, they're terrifying for me, but that's, that's what I watched. I will watch Picard today, though, Carrie, because we do have our live deep dive of the new Picard on Monday, three o'clock Mountain Time. Thanks All right. For you. Tony, what do you got? Uh, we started a show called Inside Man on Netflix. Okay. It's that one that has David Tennant and Stanley Tucci. Oh, yeah. Okay. That one it's, looks pretty uh, good. It's, uh, who's who's the, the the other Doctor Who guy? That uh, wrote it's Peter Capaldi who is in it. No, no, no. Stephen Moffat. Um, Stephen Moffat oh. is the guy that wrote this show. Is that but bad? Is it Capaldi in this one? I uh, haven't seen him yet, and we're in the third of, fourth, third of the four episodes. I think episodes. I'm a different show. But uh, it's really cool. It's really interesting. Um, really just kind of out there concept as far as the, the show basically revolves around um, uh, anyone's a murderer in the right circumstances with the right person. Yep. And mm. it's this interesting show. So I, I highly recommend that one. We'll watch the last episode of that today, probably. Um, he was in a show <clears throat> about a time traveling serial killer. That's Doctor Who. <laughs> no, no, he's gen he's a genocider, isn't he, Doctor Who? <laughs> Serial yeah. killer, genocider. Yeah. What's the difference? I, that's true. Just just a number. A number. A number is the only Semantics. difference. All so all genociders are serial killers, but not all serial killers are genociders. That's there it, right there. there. We go. Wow, that needs um, to be a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someone there's, just needs to show him Twenty One Jump Street. There's <laughs> a certain crowd. That. Yeah, there's a certain crowd that will buy that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, and then I watched a documentary on Netflix also called Stutz. Have you guys heard oh, of this? Yeah, is that, heard uh, of I yeah. have a friend who is begging me to watch it, oh. and I just don't like Jonah Hill. My oh, no, am I racist? <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the thing. Um, it's really good. The, the documentary is just Jonah Hill talking to his therapist, who's been his therapist for years. But the documentary isn't about Jonah Hill. It's about his therapist. Mm -hmm. His therapist, mm. uh, I can't remember his first name, but Stutz. his last name, Stutz. Stutz, yeah. Stutz. And, uh, Stutz McStutz, he's Scottish. Yeah. He's had a really kind of interesting life, and it's just a fascinating person. I think it's like an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, well worth your time. I'd say check out Stutz. It was really cool. And then uh, last but not least, my wife had never watched Ted Lasso. <gasps> oh, so, my God. Yep, we started watching Ted Lasso yeah, this week. Dude. We did the this whole season this week. This yeah. week's Ted Lasso. I can see all the little plot lines Ooh. that are developing. Yep. Yeah. See, yep. They all end I with me that, sobbing. Yeah. That's the only thing I regret by having my wife start Ted Lasso uh, so this last start week. The is, new season of Ted yeah, Lasso. I can't start the new season yeah. yet. But we burned through the first season this this week. We'll do the A second short season next week. Yeah, yeah. only ten mm -hmm. episodes. I oh I I knew I liked that show from watching it last. I forgot how great it is. Though. It's so good, oh, man. The first season just it's way good. Chef's kiss. Yep. It's way good. 
Uh, I watched uh, on Netflix, I think it was, or was it Hulu? Hulu. Um, the movie Boston Strangler. Oh, oh how yeah. is it? Um, mm, oh, no. I'll okay. say this. Too much Kira Knightley, not enough Carrie Coon. I'll say that. How is Too Boston much Kira Knightley talking like this. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> got her. You got, little, got him. Does she have a Boston accent in this? She tries. We're trying to find the Boston Strangler. Everybody else in the show seems to pull off a Boston accent, Strangler. except for her. Yeah, Strangler. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, Top Chef is back, and uh, I only <laughs> I only chef. bring it up. I only bring it up because uh, there was a part where they decided to dress casually and go on a uh, go out to a British pub. Uh-oh. Did they wear sweats? You, you can't ask Padme Lakshmi to dress casually. I'm sorry. She just is, she's incapable of it. Even that, if that was her casual, she is still more fabulous than anybody on television. She, she wore the once, cashmere tracksuit. Once <laughs> somebody described my, this was way back in high school, uh, somebody described my style as celebrity going grocery shopping, and I have been <laughs> striving for that like ever since. And Padme Lakshmi is like, <laughs> she's oh, no. got it. Celebrity 24-7. She's always fabulous. <laughs> uh, there is a new series I started on Disney Plus called, I think it's called Restaurants at the End of the World or something like that. And it's with uh, Kirsten Kish, who is a great uh, uh, chef. That's a Douglas yeah. Adams book, Carrie. Well, Restaurants at the, the end of the world. End of the world. Oh, end of the earth. Something. Oh, something. Okay. Uh, but uh, she goes to <laughs> restaurants that are literally just in the middle of nowhere. And so, I mean, so you this have is to, one of those flat Earth documentaries. It's like I found is, the edge of the world, and there's a restaurant there. This is like, the kind of thing that they have they have her do. Is that there's this special kind of watercress that only grows in a waterfall, so she has to climb down the waterfall. That's awesome. Just to get watercress for this chicken recipe that they're doing. I. <laughs> Anyway, I'll watch and her do anything. Like the indigenous she's... people of the area, well, that is our sacred watercress that you just <laughs> harvested yeah. for your chicken dish. It's, and she says, like I that. know, that's why I charge so much. And I <laughs> charge $126 for it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm one of those people. Anyway, um, but yes, um, uh, I loved Mandalorian this week. It was great. But Picard just keeps getting better and... You're going to be freeze-framing, Lee. You're going to be freeze-framing so much of this because you're like, was that what I think it was? Oh, my God, yes, it was. Let me me say this. I'm behind on Picard, but my mom has been loving it so much that she actually texted me out of the blue this week. Have you been watching Picard? It is the best thing they've done in years. We talked about it on our last deep dive. We're like, this is literally everything that should have happened. We we talked about it a little bit where we didn't see what happened with the Dominion War with the next-gen crew. We just saw them go to horny teenage planet where Worf got a zit. And Picard (laughs) Picard season three, they're just like, how should we end this story where everybody goes out on a high note and with dignity and oh my god are they pulling it off and it's yeah yeah, yeah your your primary is 84 years old i get it he's yeah. not going to be doing a lot of action scenes but they're it's working okay. it out they're working it out it is and it's working out beautifully even even Star with Trek's the not about the action it's about the intellectual we forget that sometimes when they do the action sometimes it's glorious and you go this yeah. is what i've been waiting to see and you forget that it's actually about the human well, experience. Yeah. And that's that's my favorite thing about Star Trek is the best Star Trek is usually about 50-50 of those two things or 60-40, right. right. give, give or take either way. 
Yeah. Right? Like, I, I just watched Measure of a Man from Next Generation, which is just all philosophical talk. Oh, and yeah. And, boy, did that appeal to me. <laughs> Measure of a Man is the first season of Picard, literally. Mm. Yeah. 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 To a degree. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just enjoying it immensely. Anyway, uh, let's see. Games, Tony? Oh, yeah. Games. <laughs> Not so excited oh, I will, about Star I will, Trek. Uh, for, the, for the folks that are following Star Citizen, I know there's three of you. Um, <laughs> there's four they, of us. They, there's, a, there's a hot patch just went through to fix things that were causing people uh, to not be able to get into the game at all. And uh, it's exciting because what they have put in, though, Tony, I have to tell you this, is so exciting. I'm, I'm listening. I went, I went to go pick up some, some illicit substances that I was smuggling. And no, because persistence is put into the game now... Um, there were four wrecked ships outside of the outpost and they were players ships who had been destroyed or whatever. And they were there and they had been there for days. And because of the, the grime that was settling over the ships, you could tell which one had been there longest. And I, yeah, I, I had a moment and said, okay, this, this is why I play this. That is so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Space garbage. I hope that was no idea, Rebecca. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and because of persistence, though, people keep throwing their cans of water on the ground in the space station. So, yes, there is space garbage. And, yes, I do pick it up. I just, I'm I, that guy. I, I, Look at all I, my trash. I, I updated Look at all my the space game. Trash. I updated it yeah. yesterday, so I'm ready to jump in again. You don't spend your whole life hoping you get into an immersive space sim and then tolerate people's garbage. Oh, no. See, I, I'm going to walk over and go like, that's so cool. I wonder how long that's been there. Oh, my gosh. This is awesome. You could do that in real life. You could I, just go outside. Yeah. You know, I went outside a few times. Uh, the was the last time were, you went outside, Rebecca Frost? The graphics this were morning. amazing. Yeah. The, the graphics outside are amazing, but the gameplay is just poopy. Yeah. All right. The, the missions. Oh my god, the missions. So many side All right, quests. So. <laughs> <laughs> side quests. Go to the bank. Side That's quests. Exactly. Go get goat cheese from the grocery store. Like my whole life is just side quests. <laughs> this prostate this quest, exam. Side quests. This, this quest, <laughs> this quest giver one. won't get off my ass. <laughs> All right, game's coming out this week. Um, this one is really interesting. I... I really don't know what to think of it. It'll be uh, fascinating to see how it does. It's called Crime Boss Rocky City. Uh, huh? And if, it, if it's the game I'm thinking of, it's that one that was showed off earlier this year that uh, shown off, showed off. Anyway, um, that has like 15 stars you recognize doing the voices. Um, it's all Jonah Hill. <laughs> it's just impersonations <laughs> of Jonah Hill. Uh, so keep an eye on that one. It's coming out on PC this week. And then um, the other big one coming out on PC this week is, um, yeah, that's the that's the right game I'm thinking of. I just looked it up. Uh, the other big one coming out this week is The Last of Us Part One on PC is finally coming out this oh, week. Oh, the remaster? Yeah, the, it's like a it's okay. actually like a remaster that. of a remaster because The Last oh. of Us Part One came out on PS3 and then they upresed it for PS4. Mm. And then they did a full-on like remake of it for PS5 and PC. So they have full-on fingies now, not just the static mitt. Yeah, they got yeah. real fingies. Mm. Okay, gotcha. Um, did they not have fingies before? I think they had mitts. In the they first had one. they had fingies on PS3. They were just yeah, kind fingies. of chunky. Mitt. They were, they, they were pretty good. They were. Pretty I'm good. only used to current <laughs> technology. I don't yeah. know nothing about uh, PS3 of, technology. I was thinking about World of Warcraft when it came out, and everybody's like, oh, "I'm a mighty barbarian, and these are my mittens." Yeah, exactly. With fingers drawn on them. 
These are my pauldrons so, that move like my shoulders, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, they still do that, but uh, crime. Okay, back to Crime Boss though, Rock A City. The the people in this game. You've got Chuck Norris. You've got Danny Trejo. You've got uh, Travis Baker. Sounds um, like a game for old dudes. To you've play. got Michael Rooker. You. I mean, the the cast is ridiculous. Uh, Vanilla Ice is in there, what? and his his name no. is Yellow. Travis which Baker. Is or Travis Ice. Barker. Uh, let me go back. Now I have it, a question about the graphics. Uh, the uh, they look really good. Are they good enough to show all the pores on Chuck Norris's nose? <laughs> I don't know about that. Because good. I've seen them in person, and you could fall into them. All right, uh, <gasps> endless pools. And into love with them, it, it and looks also like, his his toupee. Also, yeah, you need to see that. It looks like they de-aged him in the game a little bit. He's a lot younger looking. It's Travis Baker. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, all the, all the oh no, Warcraft. no, sorry, I I read the wrong thing. Uh, it's Michael Michael Madsen as Travis Baker. So oh. Michael Madsen is wow. the actor. They really brought um, out everybody for this. They got a, they got a big cast going on. So I'm interested to see how it goes. And here's the other thing that makes me curious about it is it's debuting at forty bucks. It's a forty dollar game with all hmm. of these actors. When most games are sixty or seventy dollars new these days. So hmm. anyway, it's the economy. Keep, yeah, keeping an eye on that. See if it's any good. You got Danny Glover um, in this joint. Danny Glover, going, Ro- yep. going Robert Smith and lowering the prices for the people. I That's will right. buy it if Danny Glover says, I just got two more weeks to retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got enough patience for this nonsense, Murtaugh. And, and it looks like they do a pretty dang good job of recreating the actors and actresses' likeness. I mean, it yeah. looks just like them. They look so. Uh, there's that one. Um, something called Pirates Outlaws. Uh, on the Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation. Forza Horizon 5 is getting a new expansion. If you like the Forza Horizon racing games, this one's called Rally Adventure. So I, I assume it's around rally <laughs> racing. Um, so that looks pretty good. Uh, what else? That's that's kind of about it. Oh, uh, there is on the Switch, though. Don't forget, Fitness Boxing, Fist of the North Star. So if you like Fist boxing... Fist of the North Star. If you like boxing... And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Fist of the North Star is the anime that I saw when I was 21 years old where he fought a really gigantic, like, 5,000-pound mutant, and he yeah. punched his way all the way through his fat. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So yep. so it, you, you <laughs> use the uh, Switch. First it's anime on Switch. I saw. You use the yep. Switch uh, controllers to act as your hands, and you, pun- and you punch. You can't punch that fast. There's no way you could punch so fast that you could create a sonic boom that cuts through somebody's body. Um, I, I beg to I mean, differ. I mean, I couldn't, but see, Jay's ready to go. He's Yeah, well, Jay's a different <laughs> physical fitness level than I am, Tony. <laughs> Fist of the North Star is a manga. Did you know this? I did. Yeah. Started off as a manga. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now it's an a boxing game? Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, Jay, it Jay's, comes out, comes out on the thir- yeah. 30th. No, this is a time device. I'm traveling into the future. I'll see you guys oh, next okay. time. Cool. Okay. Yeah, well, let me know how. He's going to go show the people 21 Jump Street. Hey, get some milk for me while you're out, bud. You guys thought this was a Nintendo Switch? This is a time travel device. Man, my Nintendo Switch looks like that, but it's just a Switch. Oh, Lame. <laughs> All right, that's it for games. It's not right. charged. Oh, your time device <laughs> no is time not charged? No time traveling for you, buddy. I'm stuck, I'm stuck oh, here, guys. Oh, I made a mistake. I, should, I shouldn't have made it solar. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Can only time travel during the day. Uh. <laughs> only during the day. Only during the day. Ah, uh, yes. Don't forget Saturday matinee. We're going to be doing our show live. Let's see. It's uh, April eighth 
at Bruvies Cinema Pub in Salt Lake. The movie is Con Air. <laughs> which, I, which I believe the physical copy of Con Air just showed up at Tony's house. Wait it a did, minute. Yes. Uh, Rebecca is singing the Top Gun. Top Gun soundtrack. Not, not it should be the <laughs> sequel to Con Air, maybe. <laughs> doors, doors are at 11.30. We'll start doing the podcast at noon, and then Con Air will start shortly thereafter there, about 1 o'clock or so. It's you pay what sure. you want. That's how you do it. Pay and, what you want. Uh, we're doing this for my birthday. My birthday's not until later on the month, but um, just keep that in mind when you show up. Where's and your birthday if you registry? want to pay or not. Yeah. Uh, oh no. Uh, <laughs> think about that. Just gave her I guess, a good idea. I guess I'll start that. an Amazon wish list. Yep. Mm. You can make you can make a spreadsheet. Mm. Mm. You guys, stop are, you guys are saying all the right words for Rebecca. Yeah. All right. Stop gonna, it. We're gonna leave Jay and Rebecca now to talk about <laughs> spreadsheets. Yeah, that's and another hour. Get her all. Yeah. All right. Anyway, thank you all for joining us. And uh, oh yes, uh, see uh, Rebecca's reviews and stuff at the critics, darling. The critics, darling. The critics, comma, darling, or just the, yep. the comma is very important. But uh, if you just type the critics, darling, into YouTube, they don't care about the comma. You'll all right. find it regardless. It's right there. Yeah. And uh, join us uh, here for more stuff. Thank you all for being here. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye. Believe in Bye. yourself. <laughs>